Today, on Commitment to Truth. Some today, I know for sure, probably been locked up, been on drugs, could be a prostitution, et cetera, et cetera. Sleep here, sleep there. And you say, wait a minute, what do I have to give? Your experience, somehow God says, there's a special skill in you that I can use. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, we begin a series titled, Let's Re-Engage. Many churches have had a very difficult last two years, especially with COVID-19 rendering gatherings difficult to impossible. And once we regathered, it has been a challenge to feel close to one another. Because we are the body of Christ, we were made to be connected to each other. There is no time like now to begin to restore that connectedness that makes us the hands and feet of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This week, Pastor Cedric Brown will interview the leaders of another one of the ministries of Commitment Church. During this interview, you will learn about some of the real life struggles of those who are served by this ministry and how their needs are met. You will also learn how this ministry helps to build up disciples of Jesus Christ and how you can get engaged with this ministry. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. So at this time, I'd like to call up our support ministries, which is our administrative ministry, Marcom, which is Marcom, which is marketing and communication, hospitality, our temple care. So Rochelle, Lisa Broom, Steve Rembrandt, Rembert, excuse me, and uh, Sarah Vega. Can you please come to the stage? Can we give these awesome people a wonderful hand clap? So again, they, they, these are men and women, men and women, <laughs> who help graciously serve you. Uh, they do a lot of behind the scenes work. Um, again, administration, that stuff you don't even know that's happening. Like I shared earlier, that we have this thing called a church-wide calendar that, that uh, Sarah, she uh, is the watch, I'm not gonna say watchdog, but, but you know, you, you, you're the, thank you, you're the gatekeeper. Because we realize that if we don't know what every ministry is doing and every ministry doesn't know what everything is going on, it is chaos. I'm the baby of eight. And some of you know, you have a large family. It, at the dinner table, it is chaos. <laughs> and, and so when you have a, a large family of God, it can become very, very, very chaotic. And what we've learned over the years is that every ministry has responsibility. Uh, every first, no, first of November, you have to submit your budgets and your church-wide cal- your calendar to be inserted in the church-wide calendar. And if you don't, you're left off. You know, because what we don't want is last minute ads, which then causes confusion and hard feelings. I mean, how many times we have to say, oh, by the way, uh, you can't do this because somebody else is here. You can't use the sanctuary. You can't use the building because someone's already here. So there has to be this upfront communication and administration. That's just one of the things that they do. So that being said, you know, (laughs) what are some of the struggles when it comes to um, you know, real life struggles of, of serving ministries. And as you pointed out last um, uh, service, Rochelle, but, but not only serving ministries that you serve, but then also serving 
the people that the ministry serve. Anybody want to hop in first? What are some of the real life struggles? Um, some of the real life struggles that we have seen are people experiencing loss um, in servicing, servicing the ministries, um, other than ministry leaders that we've seen helping them with organizational mm-hmm. skills, um, seeing their vision come to life. Yeah, That's amen. what we're really here um, to help is yeah. to sit down with the ministry mm-hmm. leader and to um, just bring about yeah. what their vision is. Yeah, and listen, uh, just to echo what she's saying as far as law, some of you may not know, and I failed to mention that the uh, last couple of weeks have been tough for me and my family because I lost my mother in love uh, on the 20th of May, and the service was on Thursday. And and at the repass, matter of fact, beyond the repass, prior to the repass, through the repass, after the repass, um, uh, they in particular served us, I mean, immensely well. Um, and uh, I thank you all for it publicly. And thank you all for serving me and my family uh, during this time because uh, it was very, very tough. Love my mother-in-law. My, I mean, she, she was, yeah, love... To say publicly, uh, you love your mother-in-law, and I actually literally used to stay when I would travel back to California, was stay with my mother-in-law by myself. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you're by yourself in the house with somebody, you know, you got to love them. So, and we, we, lo- we loved each other. She, so we affectionately said, she's my mother-in-law, and I was her, her son-in-law, and she went home to be with the Lord. And the church, I thank you so much for serving my wife, who honestly... Uh, has made the way over the years for me to have the space without complaint, trust me, without complaint to serve you in many, many ways that are, that are unexpressible. So it blessed my heart that the most important person on the face of this planet, who is my wife, that she was cared for by you. So I appreciate that. Amen. So, so that's just a testimony of what and how we've served and, you know, others um, in the body of Christ. So any other struggles that, that may be with the ministries themselves? <laughs> well, for hospitality um, right now, it's lack of servers. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it's uh, Rochelle and I. Um, although we've been very blessed mm-hmm. because with the repass, yeah. um, God put it on our hearts to delegate. Yeah. And many people stepped out. So it wasn't just us. We thank the body who all helped us out to yeah. make it better. So, 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 so you're, you're jumping ahead. So you're talking about what you need, but I'm talking about what are some of the struggles that some of the folks that you serve give you <laughs> are, are because of their struggles. Like, remember we talked about last service about people working full-time jobs, people oh, yeah. aren't their, yeah. their skill sets. Go ahead. Right. So we both have full-time jobs. Um, Rochelle has two children. I have my husband, my mom. So I didn't know where people think that they might not be able to because they might think they're too busy. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. we, there's always time. There's yeah. always time. That you don't have to serve the whole thing. There's different pieces that mm-hmm. put together when we go mm-hmm. further mm-hmm. with this that yeah. we can show you where you can don't always have to be there all the time, but different places. So we're going to circle back to that. But Sarah, you want to elaborate as well? So we have very creative leaders here. <laughs> And oftentimes the struggle that we see is really the org. They need administration and marketing is the actual skill set. Yeah. And I think we help serve them by we take that piece off of their plate. So mm-hmm. they can be creative. They can focus on shepherding their group, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's men, women, youth, children. And we really help organize 
yeah. their ministry, like if they're having an event, their day-to-day, their weekly events, we kind of give them those tools, their documentation, all that, we relieve them of that. Yeah. So they can really, you know, do what God's telling them to yeah. do, which is more of that shepherd role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they're skilled and where they're gifted at, Correct. right? Because, you know, truth be told, not all of our ministry leaders are skilled and gifted in administration, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. They're not bad boy and girls because they can't, and they're not gifted in administration, um, but that is the reality. And then also a lot, if not 90% of our ministry leaders are working a full-time job. They have their families, etc. So they, they need that support uh, to help them care, carry on their ministry effectively. So that's, that's real time. And then like you were saying, reality is you all have full-time jobs, <laughs> you know, so, so you, so that, that, that struggle is real, but as we say here, many hands make what? So if everybody's involved, the work is lighter. The work, the workload uh, begins to be lessened. Thank you for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We'll continue with the second part of the message right after this. Life is like an orchestra. We have the string, woodwind, brass, and percussion sections. We are all attempting to follow God's lead as our conductor while remaining in sync with each other. Instinctively, we find ourselves seeking the position of first chair. None of us are ever really skillful enough to sit there, yet we try. But who is the first chair meant for? You can purchase this book and others by Cedric Brown at cedricbrown.com. Thank you again for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We now return for the second half of our message. So, um, I mean, Steve, you know, what, what are some of the, the struggles that you may find? <laughs> well, <laughs> so Steve oversees our temple care, which ultimately makes sure that restrooms are clean, church is clean, things are smelling fresh before you get here, right? And, and pretend like nobody's been here. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. That's right. Um, So some of the struggles I've seen, um, I've been doing this, I guess it's been a couple years now. Um, You know, when we first started, um, I used to team up with a lot of the brothers Mm -hmm. and we would clean together. Um, But as of right now, we don't have as many staff, but we do have coverage every week. So sometimes you're actually cleaning alone. Um, But some of the struggles with the individuals would be, um, they may not feel um, adequate, like uh, possibly they don't know if they can, you know, do it. Yeah. Um, time conflicts. Mm-hmm. People are working full times. So yeah. They have families. Yeah. Um, I have a, a woman who has a son who's who's involved in different things um, as far as weightlifting, yeah. and she's trying yeah. to uh, schedule events with him. Yeah. Um, but we're we're flexible. We cover each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you are needed uh whatever little you you may think yeah. that you're adding to yeah. it you're adding yeah. to it yeah. you know i have a brother who can't even get up and down the steps but so we work together yeah. you know and he, he, he cleans covers, the lower floor he does, yeah yeah right. that's good so so yeah. it's a teamwork you yeah. know i had some personal issues with my family with my son i had a brother god sent a brother that went through the same struggles <laughs> and he's ministering to me you know what i'm saying so god is good yeah, you know, yeah. whatever Amen. aspect you you're in he's going to be good and, and be faithful yeah. to you yeah and one of, one of the struggles i think i i think we talked about this uh was that in the cleaning ministry the interesting thing about the cleaning ministry is that um you have people who come and they may start with the cleaning ministry then god 
that's like a, a launching pad, then they go serve somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of turnover many times in your ministry, right? Right. Um, yeah, so I've seen people when, when we first, when I first started, um, you know, that are not there. Yeah. Um, but God is good. He, you know, I'm working with my brother, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and, and yeah. you know, we're still there. Yeah. And um, right now it seems like we have a solid core group you know, and it's not a big pull. It's only like one time a month and yeah. you're only serving maybe uh, one and a half to two hours yeah. every uh, yeah. the one time a month. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. not a big pull. That's cool. And typically it's on Saturdays, right? It's on yeah. Saturdays yeah. mostly. Yeah. You come in on a Friday night, mainly when everyone's done during the week. Then we just want to come yeah. where there's no traffic, clean, yeah. and be ready for Sunday. Yeah. Awesome. Hello, my name is Sarah Vega, and I am the Administrative and Executive Director here at Commitment Church. I hope you've enjoyed today's message by Pastor Cedric Brown. If you didn't know, Pastor Cedric also sends out encouraging videos weekly. We call these the Weekly Wire. We can send these encouraging videos directly to you by subscribing at www.loveallnations.org. Here's an example of the encouragement you'll receive. Today, do you feel abandoned? Do you feel as though everybody's against you? Maybe you are living right now at odds with family members and friends, and you just feel absolutely abandoned. We see the scriptures remind us of this. God says, I will not abandon my people. You see, if you're God's people, in other words, if you put your trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ, you are his son, you are his daughter, he is your father, he is your friend, he is your Lord, he is I am, he is everything that you absolutely need today, and he will not abandon you. So again, next time you feel all alone, turn to this thought, this truth, is that God will not abandon his people. So make sure you're his people through the finished work of Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoyed the sample of our Weekly Wire. Again, to subscribe to your weekly inspiration, refreshment, and encouragement, please visit www.loveallnations.org. As, we, as we're heading down the, our home stretch of our conversation, and, and you said that's some ways that others can serve. And what are some other ways that not, we could dig into how other people can serve uh, in your ministry? Hospitality, then admin and slash Marcom as well. Hospitality resources. Resources is something that um, we're in desperate need of. Resources could be from servers to buyers to decorators. Um, you don't have to do it all, but if you bring in some type of skill set that you know has touched your heart or you felt the calling um to that's what you know we need and even if you're incapable of getting out we have a need for people to um be a phone tree like to help make calls for us so if you're shut in and you're you know at home and can't make it out but you are able to use the phone and mm. talk or text mm. we we need that as well yeah. so resources yeah. is a major need Amen. for hospitality yeah, yeah. Again, whatever little you can do, mm -hmm. it adds up to a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sarah? For marketing and administration. So let me, let me pause for you a minute. Okay. What are some of the things we're doing that's associated with like Marcom, admin, and blah, 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 which I think is, a lot of people don't know. 
Well, first of all, a lot of people don't know what this sister does. She's actually doing too much for the record. And, and um, I probably have to affectionately fire her on some things. You know, because it's like she'll just do it, do it, do it, do it, you know, not without complaining. And she needs help. I mean, everyone needs help, but she needs a lot, a lot of help because she's wearing a lot of hats, temporary hats. But um, one of the challenges we find in the body of Christ is if you see something running well, so many times there's a thought that, well, I don't fit in there. I don't, they don't need my help. No, no, we need your help. <laughs> don't assume that, oh, they're doing that well. Or they, that's functioning well. They don't need my help. No, we need your help. Simply put, you know, we need people to, to be relieved. In other words, don't do anything this week. You know, take a day off, take a vacation, and don't feel bad about it. You know, so th that's super important to know that that extra level of service is super important. So, Sarah? So some of the marketing things that we accomplish is a lot, but we'll go through mm -hmm. the main. So all of your social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, we are on nine, plat nine platforms for our podcast, your sermon edits, all your video editing, your pamphlets that are printed, all of your meetings. All of that is marketing, and that's just a small portion. And administration is... The, I consider it essential ministry. I mean, we touch everybody. Yeah. I mean, everybody. There's nothing that goes on in this church that does not go through administration first in yeah. some form. Yeah. Um, I think that it's important to know that if you have a skill set in marketing or administration, no idea is too small, no task is too small, you know, say something. Yeah. It's not my ministry, right? It's, it's for everyone. It's God's ministry. So yeah. don't be hindered if you think, well, you know, I don't really want to say anything because, like you said, well, they already have a process. If you have a way to improve it, please yeah, say absolutely. something. Absolutely. I mean, oh. everybody in this room and everyone watching us all on came here through some form of marketing. Yeah. Word of mouth is a form of marketing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's super important that we do what we need to do because there are many who are lost and they need us. Yeah. And marketing is a really key way, not the only way but a very important way that we can reach those who need to know Jesus. Yeah. And, and it's interesting if you didn't know, so, and it was pretty cool, I, I remember this. So you have hospitality here, you have Sarah here. Sarah actually and her family came to our church through hospitality. We did a, a, a Thanksgiving outreach dinner at Lindenwall High School. Her and her family showed up six okay. years ago. And then now she's a, a vital part of what God is doing here. Make sense? So that, that's just how it works, is that as you serve somewhere, God then uses you to reach someone else, reach someone else, reach someone else. It's for the common good, for the common good. Make sense? You know, so, yeah, so as you hear, these are faithful folks. They also have a life. They also have responsibility at work. They have responsibility with their family, etc. But yet they still find a way and found a way to do something um, and to be a part of it. And I would just want to end with this thought. Um, many times I hear um, people within the body of Christ say, well, you know, I don't, I don't have time. Or the other, um, other layer to that is, well, I really want to commit because, you know, I want to do it 100%. Well, I just want to encourage you because, uh, let's say in your context, one day or one hour may be 100% right now. You know, don't think about what the end game is, meaning that, oh, I, I want to be there like every week. Not, if you could make it once a week, and I'm just using week as, a, as an example, one hour a day, once a week, start there. 
I can't tell you how many people that I've, I've talked to, counselors through this over the years, they may say, well, you know, Pastor, you know, I have to work two, three jobs because, you know, I'm trying to make meat, uh, eat, uh, ends meet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, ends meet. And, and because they said, well, let me just start with what I can do. I can't tell you how many stories I've, I've had that God would then provide that person a job eventually that frees them up one job eventually that takes care of three, uh, the, the income of three jobs that they needed, that they thought they need. But because they chose to say, well, I'm gonna make a decision to start somewhere. Started somewhere is like God was saying, hey, I'm waiting for you to just step out of faith and just start serving. Before you know it, floodgates open up, everything they needed, God provided, and then now they're serving more uh, in, within the body of Christ. Make sense? Hello, this is Cedric Brown, your teacher on Commitment to Truth. I would like to personally thank you so much for tuning in week after week to listen here on this station. My prayer is that our time together is encouraging and strengthening you in your personal walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen, I'm not going to assume that all of you know this Christ that I speak about week after week. And if you don't, and this is you, my prayer is that you are being inspired to know Him personally through commitment to truth. But if you want to invite this Christ into your life right now, would you like to please pray with me? It's just a short prayer. It goes like this. Just say, Jesus, I acknowledge today that I am a sinner and I've sinned against you. But I believe that you came to die for me. You were buried for me and you rose again from the grave just for me. Jesus, I ask you to come into my life to be my Lord and my risen Savior. And I surrender my life completely to you until I see you face to face. Jesus, would you, would you please empower me through your Holy Spirit to live the rest of my life for your glory and for the good of others? In your name I pray, Jesus. Amen. So if you pray this prayer, or if you need help finding a local Christ-centered and Bible-teaching church, please email me at info at commitmenttotruth.org. Once again, that is info at commitmenttotruth.org. And lastly today, could you please do two things for me, all of you? Number one, could you spread the word about commitment to truth to your friends, your family, and even your enemies? We all could learn, right? And secondly, please email me at info at commitment to truth to let me know how this ministry is impacting your life. Once again, that is info at commitmenttotruth.org. I would love to hear from you. May God bless you and your family and have a great day. Thank you again for listening to our series, Let's Re-Engage, From Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Ephesians 4, 14 through 16 says, As a result, we are no longer to be children, tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into Him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love.
As the fitted and held together body that we are, it is critical that we not only reconnect with one another, but serve together for the furthering of the gospel, so that more and more can hear of Christ and be saved. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.